Welcome to this week's edition of Record Roundtable, where we listen to an artist. It's a little bit funny. We talk about their music, this all that fun stuff. This week we're talking about Elton John. I'm not one of those who can easily I think you wanted to fill that one out a little longer, didn't you, Dax? Yeah. This is Caleb speaking. I'm here with Dax and Jared. Dex. Oh, he's text this week. I'm Dax. I want to say my own name. Yeah, Thank you. That's fair. I, I, I well, I, I referred to you, and it felt like it, it was a, a nice natural. All right, whatever. I was waiting for him to get in there with them. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it hurt him. So this week we listened to Elton John. How's everyone feeling about Elton John? He has good songs. He has good songs. Yeah, it was interesting. It, I, I yes, it was interesting. That's, it was interesting. Yeah. I, uh, I would say I think I had higher hopes for the albums. Yes. And had I th- one good album. Which album yes. do you think was the good album? Goodbye uh, Yellow Brick Road. Yep. That oh, is come on. Oh, oh we're get we're getting right into the oh, thick okay. of it. I God, like it. You would. You all would do such a thing. <laughs> well, which on. one did you like? Honky Chateau. Oh, that's okay. Uh, see, I liked the, that too, but just not as much. I those mean, are the two albums that I like the best as well. So we've already established which albums that we enjoyed the best. My favorite song was off Honky Chateau. Uh, yeah, oh, you! Oh, oh, we are One. moving right along. Dax, what was your favorite song <laughs> off of Old Honky Chateau? Uh, I think I'm gonna kill myself. Really? It really is. It's weird. <laughs> your I like favorite it. song was I think I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> it's weird. I like it. All right, let's play a little bit. I think I'm gonna kill myself. I la- see. I actually wanted to talk a little bit about that song, so I'm glad that you <laughs> brought it up. It's so weird, yeah, hearing some of his music where it's so upbeat and like just the piano's shucking and jiving, and he's doing mm. his thing, and he's singing about some some sad stuff sometimes. Yeah, or he's singing he about, some- about some <laughs> weird stuff sometimes. Yeah, he does. Like, not only like weird stuff, but like there's I I can't. I know, like, Jamaica Jerk Off is one of the weirdest songs mm-hmm. from him, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, Dirty Little Girl is super weird as well. Isn't it in Dirty Little Girl that he's talking about, like, pulling someone's hair? Anybody remember? I don't remember which song that was. Let yeah, me, pl- let me play a little bit of it and find out. Like that's just I bet she hasn't had a bath in years. Just <laughs> oh, boy. Great great lyrical content from Elton. <laughs> great lyrical content. He well, really needs Tim Rice. Uh, no, talk about Tim Rice. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, Tim, Tim Rice. What what all have they worked on together? They did The Lion King. Uh-huh. And Road to El Dorado. Oh, you wanted to get into this so fast. I'm so happy that you are you are on just on the ball today. <laughs> I'm I'm feeling it. Have they done anything else together? I could not confirm nor deny. What else do they need? Road to El Dorado is fantastic. I, I watched that this week. 
It was oh. good, wasn't it? It's on Hulu. The weird thing is, it was good except for the Elton John song. Really? <laughs> you know, he I... didn't do the intro, which is the title, mm-hmm. the theme song. The best song. That's lame. The best song in that was, uh, oh, what was it called? The uh, uh, Oh, It's Tough to Be a God. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that, yeah that's a good one. That's the one, the one El- that's actually sung by the characters, isn't it? Yeah. Every yeah. other time, it's like you're watching this movie, you're into it. Oh, Elton John's singing. All right. Let's wait for a minute. I actually, until this week came up, I forgot that he was the one who did the music for that. I'm by no means surprised that he was the one who did the music for that. Uh, yeah. But uh, I did not remember that that film in particular had his music in it. After listening mm. to more of his stuff, it makes more sense that he was the one to do that. It really fits. And then again, yeah. going back to this like weird lyrical content, it's very strange that a guy who sang about like wanting to kill himself and pulling bitches' hair was like, mm-hmm. "I'm gonna do the Lion King." That's like Randy Newman. Like he has some yeah, real weird true. songs, like yeah. Short People and all that. And he did Toy Story and that Monsters Inc. The other person I thought of this week because I feel like a lot of these people like we're gonna talk about in terms of like artists who are very very apt to be a part of soundtracks mm-hmm. we're probably not really going to have an opportunity to talk about their music in the same way that like we would talk about elton john another one that i thought of is phil collins mm-hmm. i don't imagine us really like sitting down and probably dissecting genesis at any point well maybe we, <laughs> we should might, we might maybe we I, I should would, i would like that i like genesis genesis is pretty i don't know good. i don't know about him i do have a friend who keeps telling me that genesis keeps singing about all the things in their life right now mm. and that i should listen to him i'm like no i don't know that's interesting. That is interesting. But yeah, Phil Collins, like he just kind of committed and just decided, like, this is what I do. I make I make movie soundtracks. He's good at it. Get get that Tarzan up in your life. But Elton, hey, that's a good one. It is a good one. That one's pretty pretty good. How many movies has Elton John been a part of at this point? So I think many. when I looked up before, it was like four. I know of three. I know he did Road to El Dorado, yep. Lion King. Yep. And Romeo and Juliet. Yep. And I think oh, he no. did another one. He did Romeo and Juliet? The, that whole movie was his music. What the fuck? I never, I mean, I never watched that for some very obvious reasons. Like, I have no interest in watching such a film. I was thinking it was like Justin Timberlake or something. No, no, it's, it's old Elton John. Weird. Well, the weird thing is, which, I mean, it makes complete sense. So most of his musical, like, stuff was released within, like, the 70s. Mm-hmm. And so before a surgery, before what? Before a surgery, surgery. Yeah, he had throat surgery. It changed his voice. I don't think I knew anything about that, and I feel like that's something I probably should have known about. Go on, just really? like John Prine. What was it? I, I think it was like at the the end of the seventies or into the eighties. Mm-hmm. He had surgery. Yeah, let me let me pull it up on the old Wikipedia. Uh. Oh, this article is called "That Time Elton John Underwent Voice-Altering Throat Surgery." He was also he also did the soundtrack for a movie called "The Muse." The yeah, Muse. I saw that one, and I in a movie called it, "Friends." I think that's it. Uh, eighty-seven, eighty-seven. He had surgery. Eighty-seven. So okay. his voice changed quite a bit after that. Well, well, he had all the good stuff out by that point anyway. Yeah, we really only because again, we're not really saying which albums that we listen to anymore because. You know, yeah, surprises. We really didn't cover anything that was past seventy-five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like most of his music that we covered is within a five-year span of time, because his debut album was in sixty-nine, and then everything from like seventy-five up, I it just didn't 
seem like it was worth it. I have an example here of his voice before the surgery and after, if you want to hear it. I would love to. All right, let's try this. So, live performances from 71 and 2010. Are they, are they layered on top of each other? They're layered on top of each other. It's, a, it's much deeper. Yeah. I hear it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That it, is, go ahead. I was just going to say, he doesn't like let the notes ring out. He's just, he ends very abruptly now. Do you know Sad. why he had the surgery? Does it, does it say what was the purpose behind the surgery? Uh, it said to save his voice, but I did not read the entire article, you see. I see. That's okay. I think that's uh, that's enough information. Uh, oh, he had uh, spasmodic bouts of pain. Oh, no. That is not a thing that you want if you are a singer. It is not. He said in 2004, my voice is the only thing that's really improved uh, the most over the past few years. There's more resonance to it. Started to change after I had the operation because of the non-cancerous whatever it was. He didn't even know what it was. He did not. Huh. How about that? Yeah, how, how about, about that, that indeed? The problem with Elton John's music, other than like the really early albums, is that there is so much filler. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of yeah. things I could have not listened to. To be transparent, I skimmed a lot of it. I would listen to, uh, you know, the beginning part, part of the chorus, and then I just move on. I feel like we could have skipped a few albums. Uh, not, I know we want to be transparent with our listeners, so I, we should go ahead and go over what we did or didn't listen to, and what we could have listened to. Mm-hmm. So one, we the first album that we listened to was Elton John, which is his actually second album. Right. And I feel like that one was pretty fitting. It was a pretty good one. Empty Sky did not appear to have a whole lot of good reviews. It was not very well received. And so I essentially treated Elton John as though it was the debut album. Okay. Even though we've pretty much listened to every debut album, other than uh, Mountain Goats. I believe that's correct. But that's cool. Uh, no, Tom- we did not technically listen to David Bowie's debut album. Oh, true. yeah. But some of us of did. I did, yeah. There were two debut albums. Lame. Listen to it three two, times. He had two albums, both times. called David Bowie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And then uh, we didn't listen to either of them. We did not. Tumbleweed Connection could have been skipped. Nothing really that great on it, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I thought it was okay. Uh, but okay, the whole point is not to listen to okay albums. Was to listen to good albums. Sexy <laughs> <Taxi> boy. <laughs> Madman Across the Water was fine because it has a uh, Tiny Dancer and Levon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the rest of the album was was. Uh, Okay. Honky Chateau, everybody seems to like. Not too bad of an album. It has Rocket Man. It has I Think I'm Gonna Kill Myself, which Mr. Daxi over there likes it. Mm-hmm. Good song. Don't Shoot Me, I'm Only the Piano Player was all right. It has um, Crocodile Rock. Daniel and Crocodile mm-hmm. Rock, which I think Crocodile Rock, I, I guess I thought was on Goodbye Yellow Brick Road because of sure. I, I thought that he played though that and a uh, goodbye yellow brick road song on the muppets so i thought that those albums were connected but they're not mm. that makes sense goodbye yellow brick road masterpiece very good album masterpiece captain Truly. fantastic 
decent. I did not really like it very much. It was the last album I listened to, and I, I did not really enjoy it. Well, I think, honestly, oh. by Captain Fantastic, we were kind of burnt out on Elton John. Yes. Because, I like uh, I like Captain Fantastic. Did you? Yeah. What would you like about Captain Fantastic? I just like the sound of it, man. I just don't know that, like, I, like what I told Jared earlier this week, or it might not even not have been that long ago. It might have been a few hours ago. It might have been. Who knows anymore? Everything is a blur. Uh, if you played me just about any track from an Elton John song, I really don't know that I could tell you what album it came from other than like no. a couple of hits. They sound the same. A lot yeah. of it sounds yeah, very, so. very similar. Yes. Even the hits, though, it's just like the Beatles where you think about all of their popular songs from like the late period or the early period. And it's just like, aren't they just all this on one album, basically? But yeah. they're not. No. But it just mm-hmm. feels like they could all just be on one album. It's the same thing with him. I feel like the point of this project, uh, mission, podcast, whatever, is that we're not supposed to listen to an artist where we could only, like, we feel, we shouldn't feel comfortable only listening to the greatest hits and then feel like we got the gist. Sure. That's how I feel this week was. That's entirely fair. So, that's kind of sad. But, we didn't know until we tried. And uh, I'll let Dax say what he what he said about it. Well, before yeah. before we transition into what Dax wanted to say, Jared, would you like to tell me what your favorite track from Elton John was since you've been talking? My favorite track was your song. Oh, uh, was it your song? Which we already played, so I guess I have to That's pick another one. track. Yeah, pick another track. I, my favorite track, uh, your song. I think the reason is because of the Moulin Rouge soundtrack. Absolutely. And also the movie. Said. But I've never seen Moulin Rouge. I've only listened to the soundtrack a lot of times. Have you never seen that movie? Never seen it. I haven't no. either. How could you like I've the soundtrack? Because my mom owned the soundtrack, and I used to borrow my parents' CDs and burn them on my iPod, and that was one of them that I picked, and that song I listened to over and over. Uh, that one, along with the Elephant Love Medley, those two are my favorite songs from that soundtrack. And I listen to them all the time. That's a great and soundtrack. It makes me real happy inside. Tex, did you say you've only seen parts of it? Yeah, I've only seen. I haven't seen all. I've seen, you know, up to like the midpoint of it, like multiple times. I've seen up to the. Mid- I just could never finish it. Huh. Yeah. The other thing I love about that movie is the the getcha getcha ya ya with all those girls. You know that one. Yes, I know. Pink that one. and and, and this Christina Aguilera. Yeah. Was it Lil? Oh boy. Was it Lil Kim? Lil yeah, Lil Kim. Lil. No, that's a different thing. Yeah, Lil Kim's in it. I think there's one other person that never did anything else, but I could be oh, wrong. Oh, gosh. Mo- Lady Marmalade. That's what the song is called. Oh, I yeah. do mm-hmm. remember that. Yes. Same Lady Marmalade. Marmalade. <laughs> Marmalade. Is it Lady? Marmalade. I'm pretty sure it's Lady Marmalade. I wish I could. Marmalade. Yeah, but in the song, they say Marmalade. Do they? Yes. Well, that's just dumb. Pick your other song other than your song. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I know. Tough call. You listen to, you know multiple albums with multiple songs and dax was able to pull out i think i'm gonna kill myself as his favorite <laughs> I'll song. Pick... that's a decent <laughs> song it is a decent song i don't disagree i just i'll pick the good... circle of life you know what all what? right i i want to talk about uh candle in the wind yeah the fact that that song you know everybody know who who that's written about i assume who's it written about why don't you tell us, Jared? Do you guys know for real? I mean, I know well, you guys know. probably know. Yeah, let us know. That's what this is it all about. It was written about Marilyn Monroe. Oh. Was it? He said it in a live uh, song, and also he says it during the song because he says something about uh, Goodbye Norma Jean, and that's her real name. Yep. That is true. That is true. Look at you. With Did your, you guys know it? With yeah, your facts. Y'all, y'all I knew it. it. I just wanted you to say it. it. Tex, you knew it too, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely Son knew it. Gun. 
I know lots about Elton John. You ready for some Circle of Life? Yeah. How you feel about that, Jared? It's beautiful. He did not write the lyrics. He only composed the music. Tim Rice. Tim Rice wrote the lyrics, but I'm cool with it because it's still a beautiful song. I mean, I think that we can uh, still appreciate some artists who are performers rather than You know what another song I love is? Oh, I know how much you hate playing the songs. Play I Want Love. That's what I played you earlier. I don't know if you liked it or not, but you can just do a little snippet. A little snippet? Yeah. It's from the album Songs from the West Coast. It was his, uh, thought of us as comeback record in 2003, I believe. You can very much hear a distinct difference between his early voice and his later voice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely different. Both both of the songs that you just had mm-hmm. were like you can hear like a little bit more of like a an older rasp. Old rasp. And I mean some of They're that comes good, with though. age. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. But some of that comes with age and some of that comes obviously from the fact that he had vocal surgery. Yes. Dex, would you like to go ahead and transition into something that you wanted to transition to a long time ago? Yes, we were talking about Crocodile Rock, right? What was that? What were we talking about that song for? Because of the Muppets. Yes, the Muppets. Yes, the Muppets. Uh, point being, that song sounds familiar. Oh, so baby, let, let's hear a little bit of Crocodile Rock here. I'm going to jump into it. Everyone knows that part. Now let's go back a few years to Speedy Gonzales by Pat Boone. Doesn't that sound familiar? Doesn't that sound familiar? And you know, uh, speaking of uh, the Muppets and Jim Henson. Of course. uh, I got another little song. You want to talk about this one, Jerry? Yeah, I found this myself. I was like, I listened to the beginning of uh, Honky Chateau, mm-hmm. and I was like, this little bit sounds like a thing I've heard before. All right, let's listen to the beginning it's of it. Uh, it's at like eight seconds or whatever, but you can get to wherever you want in it, baby. Yeah, let, let, let's listen to it. Honky what's Cat. It? Honky Cat? Honky Cat. Mm-hmm. Honky Cat. That's it. All right. That's it. And then from Sesame mm. Street, you have, uh, what, what is this? This is the, the honker honky dunker. Honky dunker dinger jamboree. All right. Is honky ducker dinger jamboree. Honker. Honker. Honker ducky dinger jamboree. Honker ducker 
No, you messed it up again. I got to find Come on, get your Muppets right. I got to look at this. Sesame Street specifically. Honker Ducky Dinger Jamboree. That's what I said. I know. I got to say it right. Let's play this. Is it the beginning of it? Yes. Okay, let's listen to it. Come on, everybody. That's the bit. <laughs> oh, don't that sound familiar? <laughs> oh boy. Hey, what do you do? You think do you think that sounded yeah, familiar? Text first. Uh, the Elton John one came first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard something different in that honky honky cat intro bits. Oh, did you? Mm. Yeah, I heard that stereotypical Asia Asia land bit. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, like the. Yeah, that's a little bit yeah. there too. Yeah, That's uh, I think I'm turning Japanese by the vapors. You want? You yeah. want? Let's do that one now. <laughs> Hold on, let me listen to the beginning of Honky Cat again. Okay. All right. When? And yeah. I think I'm turning Japanese by who? The vapors. Yeah, I mean that's not where it's. From originally, but it is there. They stole it from traditional. It's, it looks Japanese like it was from people. Noah. Martin. It's not the, actually the story about the the Japanese bit of that is actually really interesting. I'm not going to get deep into it. Everyone should go check it out and see it. But we've continually associated that because because it was uh, it was actually in like a it was in a score for something, whether a film or some theatrical production, hmm. and it was written for that specific thing for a scene of that of a you know an Asian nature. So now we're just acting like it's some type of Asian thing, but it's not. Hmm. Here's it's turning, like fortune cookies. Here's turning Japanese. Yeah, I, I can I this can is hear a that. Good, that's a good song. I could hear that. Isn't that a song about masturbation? That's what I've heard. I don't know if it's true. <laughs> it, it's kind of a racist thing if that's true. It is. I don't know about it. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I think they've denied it, but they also want to keep having it in movies and such so i'm sure that they would if they admitted that that's the case then pg uh you know beverly hills chihuahua wouldn't put it in there or whatever i think it was in uh, teen titans the movie Ooh, that's cool all this sounds right to me (laughs) hey tex yeah i want to give you a chance to talk for a little bit okay will you talk a little bit about why you think that honky chateau was like an album that stood out as compared to the other ones that we listened to I like. I think that this one, as compared to particularly the first two, and even the, honestly, Yellow Brick Road just doesn't do that much for me. Really, get that out of the way. It's okay, mm-hmm. but it's just kind of a bunch of Elton Piano-y stuff and whatever. But I thought that Honky's Chateau had a little bit different feel to it. Mm-hmm. You know, the intro was kind of bluesy. Yeah, uh, and then it just has I like me, I like Rocket Man as well. But <clears throat> how could you not? It's just uh, the flow and. I think there were a little more inf- like different influences in there. Of he had some country before, but it comes in, in a different way. Yeah, in this album. Do you and, like the uh, country? Yeah, I like I like the country actually from him. I know that Dax, you said that you did not like the country earlier, correct? I did not. It was like Rolling Stones for me, where it just didn't fit. It was just there. Yeah, I don't. I didn't mind the country for him. It kind of worked a little better for me. Mm-hmm. But also, my favorite song is on Honky Chateau. So this is your Mine chance. Too. There you go. Mine is Mona Lisa's and Mad Hatter's. Interesting. We're picking some some non. See, like if we one. had not listened to the albums, we would not know that we had favorite songs that were not the hit singles. 
Well, the song that I picked as my favorite wasn't on any of the albums we listened to. That's a good point, too. But I had well, to pick a different the one original you played one your song. Yeah, that's true. Well, yes. well you started it with the, your song. I did. Okay, we're going to play a little bit of Mona Lisa's and Mad Hatter's. While Mona Lisa's and Mad Hatter's, sons of bankers, sons of lawyers, turn around and say good morning to the night. That's some pleasant stuff right there. Mm-hmm. Doesn't doesn't Panic at the Disco have a song about Mona Lisa and a song about Mad Hatters? I know the song about Mona Lisa. Do not know the song about Mad Hatters. I think it's like Mad as Hatters or something. I thought they only had one song about closing a door. <laughs> and no one it's knows a, how to it's do it. It's a goddamn it. door. Mad yeah. as Rabbits. Is it? Oh, you're close. They don't have anything about Hatters? I don't think so. Uh, Good try. Did any of you listen to the other Piano Rock album I suggested not but days ago? Oh, I forgot to listen to that. I started to play it in the car today, and then uh, I didn't get very far because my phone was dying. Which album was that? Excitable Boy by Warren Zevon. Zevon. Excitable Boy. Fantastic album. I did not listen to it this week. I have listened to it recently. fairly recently i did listen to the song keep me in your heart from his final album the wind that's a beautiful song as well yeah it is because that song he knew he was dying and he's talking about knowing that he was dying now i have a question about this album so did werewolves of london come before or after sweet or uh what is it the london sweet home alabama yeah it was after it was after. It was after. Oh no! Yeah, this is a late '70s song. I know. Did uh, which one? But was, that was, but that's was a Kid Rock song. after? Kid Rock used <laughs> both songs. <laughs> Warren, no lie, he actually sampled both songs. Yes, Warren Zevon or whatever. Zevon. I, I read comments about him talking about how much he hates Leonard Skinner, and he made it sound like <laughs> they stole his song. It's just very confusing. That's funny. That is confusing. That is confusing, but it's totally. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he wrote it way before he recorded it, but I believe, if I remember right, Excitable Boy is a 79 album. 78. There you go, 78. Yeah, so. I, th- I thought they came first. That's why it was so confusing to read they that. Did. So why did you... But I don't care. Why did you want us to listen to this album? Because So it's a similar in terms of the the heaviness of the piano in it, because Warren Zevon was a piano player mm-hmm. and a vocalist, just like Elton John. And Warren Zevon had a band in a similar way that would play behind him, but they had, they had a little bit more jazz influences with some saxes and stuff in there, mm-hmm. especially in the, like the title track, excitable boy. It's a great song, mm-hmm. but it's interesting because there's a lot of parallels once we look into it. Cause excitable boy, the title track of that album is actually about like a crazy teenager who like rapes and kills his prom date and just does weird stuff. Let's, let's play a little bit of that for some context then. Yeah, he's just an I could see the parallels between that and Elton John for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, it's a similar sound. So that's an interesting song. He, Society he, making uh, up for the downfalls of crazy males by saying they're just excitable. He described uh, Werewolves of London as a novelty song, but not a novelty song the way, say, Steve Martin's King Tut is a novelty. 
which mm. I can kind of see. It's not like a traditional radio rock hit or whatever. It, it's it's a weird song, but it's good. Yeah, mm. it is. That's that album is just it's a little bit front heavy, but man, that is a good album. He also so they have kind of similar in the weird stuff they sing in songs. They sound similar, but when he got sick, uh, his voice changed as well because I believe he had throat cancer. Yes. So he continued to perform, but his voice was dramatically different as well uh, through all the stuff. And he made a couple of albums, of course, towards the end of his life where his voice was changed. Another parallel. Interesting parallels. Truly indeed. New theory. They are the same person. Oh, oh here we baby. go. <laughs> Could be. I am. Um... When I the first couple Elton John albums I listened to, I very much heard the uh, him his influence on Father John Misty. Did anybody else have any kind of thought about that or no? You just think I'm a dummy. You're a dummy. <laughs> I don't think that you're a dummy. <laughs> what well, what do you th- expand this? Like just the way that he sang in the piano. Just I don't know. With mm-hmm. I don't really have an example of a song necessarily. I just like was just like the slow kind of methodical singing that he did sure. was kind of like, I could see where Father John Misty likes Elton John, probably. I could see that. That makes sense. I should have, I should have like picked out a couple tracks where I thought that that was the thing, but I didn't do it, so. <laughs> That's okay. You just have to listen for yourself and let. <laughs> Go let, check out Father John Misty. Let me know if you think I'm a dummy or not at recordroundtable.com slash Jared's a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> dot com. Ooh, I'll be going there for sure, dot com, dot com. <laughs> dot com, dot com. Uh, so here, question for uh, the table. What, what do you think it is the about. The round table? The round table. Mm-hmm. What do you think it is about Goodbye Yellow Brick Road that makes it stand out so much more than like what what is it about this album that is like a masterpiece no stinkers and it feels like a complete album that's my that's where i think i think that the rest of them were songs on that were put together and this one was an actual album Mm -hmm. i agree well the funny thing is is that you usually I would I would argue that most people who are associated with this uh, podcast would would feel this way. Long albums piss you off. Truth. <laughs> Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road is a long. Oh, it's long. It's a long end. Well, it's funny because on Spotify, uh, where we listen to our music primarily, apparently, our sponsor Spotify. Yes. Stop that. Never. <laughs> Not uh, until Spotify. They're never going to sponsor us if you give it away for free. That's so true. Oh, that's a good point. God. <laughs> I'm never going to uh, mention you again, on Spotify. On Spotify, it's two hours and 30 minutes because it is the deluxe expanded edition. Yep. So I was not sure when the album was going to actually end. Uh, I had to I had to look it up, and I did not remember that Harmony was the last track. It wasn't until, yeah. Well, I knew it was over when uh, Miguel and Wale sang Benny and the Jets. Yeah, that yeah, gave it away. Yeah, you found out real quick. I, found, <laughs> I did. Did you listen to any of these covers? I listened to that one. I'm glad you brought it up because I meant to ask if, if you all listened to that one or not. Because it's I I had well. listened to um, this version when it came out a few years ago, um, but I didn't really like very many. The Emily Sunday S A N D E, but there's a little thingy at the E. Sunday. No, I just wanted to say. I don't know. I don't. I I like her. Uh, I like one of her songs. Um, uh, the song I think it's called Next to Me. I believe is the name of the song. Let me look real quick. Oh, Fallout Boy has Next a song. Next to me, yes. Yeah, Fall Out she, her version one. of "All the Girls Love Alice" is probably the best uh, version on this uh, covers thing. 
the Fallout Boy one is okay. It's kind of like hokey and stupid, like their Ghostbusters cover, which that one's terrible. Uh, but I also like the Zach Brown Band Harmony cover. That's good as well. Yeah, that sounds like it would be good. Did you listen to the Sweet Painted Lady cover by John Grant, or did you skip that one? No. I think I just kind of skimmed skimmed some of these songs. Was it? Do you remember it being good? I, I don't recall. I, I, I don't would know have who that is. I would have no other reason other than this exact moment to talk about John Grant. I love John Grant. John Grant is a really cool, like, kind of like electro '80s style musician who does it's kind of comedy style but like it's often not like there are a lot of songs that are not as comedy based but he has a lot of humor in his lyricism but i the first time that i heard about him was on comedy bang bang and he was on there played a couple songs and then i followed him ever since then and i actually really like him so now i have to listen to sweet painted lady by john grant Hmm. cool cool indeed do we want to play one of these covers? No. No. Not oh. necessary. Oh, just give him a little taste of Benny and the Jets. Just a little one. All right, just oh, the, the, this the, one's a bad the, one. The, the, the widowest of taste of Benny and the Jets. This should have been done by Skrillex. Spotlights hitting something has been known to change the weather. Kill the fat calf tonight. Stick around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand why Miguel is on this song. Do you? What I don't understand is why Wale has anything to do with it. He's not a singer. Miguel is a singer. Why do you need to add a rap over a song that had no rap in the beginning? That's a good question, Jared. That is a good question. I also, by the way, I would say that there is a stinker on goodbye yellow brick road oh no one of my least favorite songs from any of his albums is social disease i did not like social disease that one is a stinker that's like the only song that i specifically remember well jamaica jerk off is still very strange but i don't dislike (laughs) jamaica jerk off i i I like it but um what was this song has no title i don't even remember that Oh no, I don't remember either. It flows so well with Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. I didn't really like Roy Rogers that much either. See, there's so I still think it's a really, really good album, but I don't know that, like, I think that back half, well, again, it's really long, but I think that back half is kind of hard to get through. But I think this is a good time for me to mention that my favorite song is off of Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. What's your favorite song? My favorite song is Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. I I have loved this song because we had uh, his greatest hits album when we were kids, and I got real into his greatest hits album when I was younger, mm-hmm. and I would listen to this song on repeat constantly. Yeah. I, so I have I have very fond memories of Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. So I'm gonna play a little bit of that baby boy. Play a little bit of that baby boy. Oh my goodness, those that, those those vocals are just so good. Oh, his voice, Elton John's got a voice, man. What he has voice. two voices, really. He had the voice he had originally, and then he has the new voice. What a voice! Yeah, the original one's better. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, there's a reason that he is 
very well renowned as an artist and i think that we may be bypassing that a little bit but he has a phenomenal voice he's great at the piano he's great at the piano does anybody have anything to say at all about yeah, the, they can play the piano benny benny toppin or whatever the guy that has uh basically made the albums with elton john from the get-go any their their companionship Sounds like you have something Friendship. you want to say about it. No, I don't really have anything to say about it. I don't know enough about it to talk about it. I just didn't know if anybody else has ever done any research on it. I, I have not. nothing. Okay. <laughs> Tex? <laughs> Tex, you got anything? We are, we are a very useful podcast to listen to. We come with all the facts. We come with all the information. Right. We're ready to talk about everything. We're definitely yeah. not just kind of doing shit on the fly. No. Hey, guys, go read about Benihana. Don't John. They have a restaurant. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> More important information just came about. Let's talk about there this instead. He's written the majority of the lyrics for Elton John. So like we're crediting Elton John for a lot of things which are warranted, his voice and his piano playing. Sure. But he does not get to take credit for the songs he did not write. He's right. similar to Michael Jackson and Elvis Presley, which we will be wow. talking about soon, Michael where Jackson. They they didn't really write a lot of their songs had My, people write them for them. Didn't Michael Jackson write a lot of his songs? Oh, I'm sure he took credit for a lot of them. Yeah. I think that Michael Jackson wrote a it's couple like of his later music, if I remember correctly, but I don't think that he wrote a predominant amount of like his biggest albums. When he was Michael like, Jackson wrote all the Beatles songs. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he owns rights to them. He wrote every one of them. I'm, I need to look into this. We'll talk about this on Michael Jackson Week. Yes, we will. We'll have a lot to talk about Michael Jackson week. Oh, boy. I think, yeah. it, uh, just for the listeners, I think that it goes Nine Inch Nails and then Michael Jackson, if I remember correctly. Oh, so, so. Stay, if not, we'll change it. Stay tuned. We're coming up close. Listen, speaking of the Beatles. Yes. I would be remiss if I didn't speak about Elton John's cover of Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Ooh. I think he's like... Let's cover Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, and we'll do it exactly the same, but then it gives me an excuse to get all reggae in the middle. Mm. He would we, get all reggae I was very confused because we started that album earlier, and I was like, I don't think this is on the actual album. And Caleb's like, no, it stops at this song. And I was like, okay, so we didn't listen to it. I, I think I started like the beginning 20 seconds of it, but I was like, I got to listen to this other album now. So we like moved on. But So you, none of you heard it? I did. So you know that in the middle it turns to reggae. It was strange. It was it was yeah. an okay cover, I guess. But... Let's let's play some of them reggae bits. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, am I right? That's so stupid. He's <laughs> like, I need an excuse to get reggae. I'll just do some people know. So I looked. Uh, I'm looking at uh, his his partnership with old uh, Benny. Benny. Yeah, Benny, Benny Hanna. Hanna and the Jets. <laughs> Benny Hanna and the Jets. Do <laughs> Bears. But uh, he has uh, worked on. It says I think like 30 of his albums with him. Oh my gosh! And he oh, has God. contributed lyric or the lyrics to songs such as Rocket Man, Levon, Crocodile Rock, Tiny Dancer, Candle in the Wind, Benny and the Jets, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. It's like Basically, everything. Yeah. Don't let the song go. Every popular song, your song, every popular song that he's done has been, the lyrics have been with him. Do we do we listen to Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me? No. I didn't think so. I don't even think it was on an album that we listened to. I did not think so, no. That's what I meant. People like the song Daniel. I listened to it earlier. I didn't really get into it. Mm. Yeah. Also, you said he's worked with him on 30 albums. Yes. How many albums do you think Elton John has? 30. 
32. <laughs> yeah, he, he took a break between, like, uh, so this says from uh, 77 to 79. Did he work on the Union album with, between him and Leon Russell? I don't know. That seems like a thing that he would not be a part of, but maybe he would. I don't know. I don't know. Did you listen to that one? I did not, but that was one that I had I listened to it before, uh, but I was going to revisit it, and I didn't have time. That seemed like one of the later albums that might have been worth kind of throwing in there yeah, but it's I'd... pretty long though it's over an hour yeah and it, i mean it would have been list- worth listening to but uh you know whatever i mean again yeah we... he did work on them he did yeah um elton john and bernie it's bernie not benny i'm oh. so whatever i said bernie bernie the Jets. taupin taupin t-a-u-p-a-n and he uh all of the songs that were like elton john were were him hmm. were him but again, uh, 32 albums, it would be very, very difficult for us to find our way through all of it. So, just not possible, guys. I'm we sorry. Did, we did our best. We did our very best. Yeah, we tr- we kind of tried. Yeah, well, I mean, we skimmed, apparently, a Man. little bit. So, we tried our best <laughs> without trying our absolute best. That's okay. Elton John's on tour right now, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, he's doing his farewell yeah. thing. His farewell like, tour. It would be good to see him. I want to go, but be. tickets are very, very expensive. I think it's like his expensive. third farewell tour, too. I think he's done a few of them now. He wants to spend yeah. time with his children. He might get another this, chance. This 70-year-old man would like to spend time with his young children. I want to give a little shout-out wow. to my to my buddy Patrick. He is a, He's a flight instructor at like a private runway, and he uh, he showed me a picture the other day. Uh, Elton John coming off of his plane in this bright green jumpsuit. Beautiful. Oh, what a man. Nice. Oh, what a man. Did any of you listen to any of the Union, the album with him and Leon no, we, Russell? We were just no, talking, we were just about, talking that. about that. Yeah. How did I miss did you, you fall asleep? About that? Did you fall asleep, Tex? No. Where you been, Tex? We were talking You've about You've been it. stuck I... on Tumbleweed Connection this whole time. That's what happened well, on now Tex. I'm, now I'm disappointed. Did you listen to it? I want to know what you had to say, but I'm not going to make you say it again. So. If, if only, if only <laughs> you could. Where did you go? If only you Just could wait go until back, the episode comes out. If only you could go back yeah, and, and re listen to, to, listen to it. This one so that <laughs> yeah, the first one you'll listen to in the whole career. You've been recording podcasts for two and a half months. and uh, I got to know what they said about Union. I, for, I didn't hear it. I got to know. <laughs> That's funny. All right, do we have any final thoughts about old Elton John? Uh, Goodbye, Elton John. Goodbye, Elton John. Cool. Thanks for listening to Record Roundtable this week. We've been talking about Elton John. Next week, we're going to be talking about Nine Inch Nails. We're going to have a little bit of extra stuff in that episode. 9 a.m. and he said Nine Inch Nails. That's beautiful. Might have a special guest. Probably not. We'll see. We'll see. Thanks for listening. Well, goodbye. Bye-bye. I can't believe he missed his wife. <laughs>